We're the Hammerhead Fleet, and today we're going to be discussing Their Eyes Were Watching God. I'm Lindsay. I'm Joseph. And I'm Lainey. In Chapter 11 of Their Eyes Were Watching God, um, Janie talks about her independence and how she feels now that she's able to let her hair down, whereas in the past with Joe Starks, she was required to wear her hair in the up, <laughs> and her grandmother was also a slave, which means that she had to have her hair up as well, meaning that her hair was seen as dirty and unclean and unnatural. So this independence of Janie being able to let her hair down and be free really happens in chapter 11. So what does independence mean to y'all? Like, how do you think that can relate to our lives? Um, well... Like, after high school, you know, we're going to be on our own to make yeah. our own choices in life for once. You know, we're not going to – we have to be thinking of ourselves and how what we choose is going to affect us. You know, it's going to be mm-hmm. our independence, our time to shine and show what we truly can do. I kind of – I think that's how Janie kind of feels in this chapter because, you know, Joe Starks has finally, like, died. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, my, I can finally let my hair down. Like, this – I can finally be like whatever I want and I don't need to be controlled. And TK brings this new like sense of like independence to her by like showing her how to play checkers and kind of treating her like, like she can actually do stuff and not like Joe Starks, how he kind of made her like a centerpiece and just made her like sit on a stage and like everyone look at her, but she was never to be like, she was never to like talk about and actually like be smart and have Mm -hmm. discussions. But I think, TK kind of brings that out in her. I agree. And with Janie, her independence as a woman, now that she's not with Joe Starks anymore, relates a lot even to now. Because for Janie, back when this book came out, she was viewed as women are inferior. And that relates today for women are still sometimes viewed inferior. So whenever she has this sense of independence, it's a womanly strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think like that also, you know, TK kind of brought that out in her, but you know, towards the end of the book, she obviously gets over that because she kills him. But it, a piece of text evidence that amplifies that is when TK and Janie were talking whenever he comes to see her after a week of working and she said, we got a rich man around here, then buying passenger trains and battleships this week. And he says, which do you want? It all depends on you. And I think that's really important because Joe never gave her like the choice to do anything. He was always like, you go work in mm-hmm. the shop. You go sit there. You you don't get to come see the mule's death. Like stuff like that, you know? He dictated her life. Yeah, he really controlled her. But, you know, in a way, I think tea cake controls her too i mean we can see that towards like the end of the book whenever he like beats her and stuff but i agree and the time being whenever he says which one do you want it all depends on you that just shows that tk does care about Janie's opinion and he values her as a person not just of her looks Mm -hmm. and i mean like that it, it seems like he was the only one not trying to control her at that point because the kid that works in the store with her said, you ought, you ought not allow that tea cake to be walking to the house with you. I'll go with you myself after this if you're scared. And, I mean, the book just says that he's trying to be like Joe and he's just trying to, like, control her because 
for some reason a woman can't have a younger husband. I guess that's an idea of that time. Right. He wants to take after Joe because Joe was this rich man. He was a businessman. He was very successful and he had a beautiful wife. So after he was gone, I can see how others would want to be like him. And it seems that he's just trying to be almost a husband or a father towards Janie at that point. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, it seems like, um, yeah, she she had like a sense of freedom whenever she was with Tea Cake, but it, it's kind of like, was she actually free? Because whenever she was with him, she felt free. But whenever he left her, she was always like, oh, where's Tea Cake? Where's Tea Cake? Blah, blah, blah. Like she says, um, well, it says, he did not return that night nor the next. So she plunged into the abyss and descended to the ninth darkness where light has never been. So it just shows that like when she's with him, it's like a super high, high like point of her day. And just like being with him makes her feel so good. But then whenever she isn't, it's just, it's like there's nothing without him. It kind of seems like. Right. That's the irony of it because she has her independence from Joe Starks, but she's devoting herself so much to spending time with TK that she's giving up her independence because she's all about him. What I think about Janie is that when it comes to love, she becomes blind. You know, she when she's really infatuated with somebody, mm -hmm. she can't really like see the deeper meaning of them of like what they represent and what yeah. they hold. So I think that's like the irony as uh, Lainey said that how she escaped this relationship just to come back and be involved with another person and to be time consumed with him, you know, like it, it's, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. So I think, um, I think another thing that really amplifies that craft choice of Janie wanting um, Janie, um, how the author makes Janie out to like sort of need tea cake is whenever she's thinking about him and is saying like, oh, what, what I wouldn't give to be 12 years younger so I could believe him. Right, because she almost thinks that he's using her because he's much younger than her and he's good looking and she's an older woman with more money and... She has a nice house. She has good status because of her dead husband that she just wishes that if she were younger that she would be able to believe him and he wouldn't be using her. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's hear a little bit of a summary about it from Joseph. Okay. Um, so in Chapter 11, we open off with Janie discussing with Hezekiah. We see Janie pondering the idea to ask Hezekiah about tea cake. She refuses to do so because she believes that it will bring up a misunderstanding and leads people to believe that she is infatuated with the young tea cake. Enter tea cake. Immediately, tea cake begins to talk to everybody and begins a subtle flirtation with Janie. Fast forward a bit and we are left with Janie and tea cake alone on her porch, just laughing and talking. This leads to tea cake taking Janie fishing in the middle of the night and Janie is having the time of her life because she feels like a little kid breaking the rules. They come back in the morning and Janie sneaks tea cake in and continues on with her day. This brings us to the night where Janie is walking home and notices something on her porch. It is tea cake laid out in her hammock pretending to be asleep. She tries to wake him up, but he pulls her in and holds her on the hammock. This leads to a supper and transition into them 
in the bed in the morning kissing and T-Cake celebrating. The next night, T-Cake didn't show, as well as four nights after that. And he comes back with a car and with promises of taking Janie and living their life, and they take off. Okay, well, that was it for the Hammerhead Fleet's analysis of Chapter 11. Again, I'm Lindsay. I'm Joseph. And I'm Lainey. Thank you so much for listening.